It's so nice to uh, to be here, matter of fact, uh, seeing old friends for the first time in a long time, and uh, it's been great. And I am so proud of WJR having the spot back again with our morning shows, Lloyd Jackson doing the news headlines today, just like the old days on WJR. But these are the new days, and it's better than ever. We're here at the Western Book Cadillac Detroit Economic Lunch as the exclusive voice of the Detroit Economic Club. We are checking in with Marie Osborne on a pretty important and big story, because that's what she covers for us. Stellanis has taken the number one spot for electric vehicle sales in Europe. And the company chief says they're just getting started. How about that? That a bit of a surprise? WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne says Stellanis, headquartered in Auburn Hills, knocked EV heavyweight Tesla out of the number one spot. Marie, regale us with more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stellantis Chief Financial Officer Natalie Knight says slipping into that number one spot was an important psychological hurdle for the company. Stellantis is Amsterdam based and has about 16% of the market with 28% uh, with 28 battery electric vehicles on the market globally. Knight says they're eyeing 20% of market share. They really think they can get there. Stellantis also says it wants to to accelerate its plans to sell more electric vehicles across the globe. Year to date, Stellantis has sold about 262,000 electric vehicles. Sales in Europe are up more than 30% from last year. The sales are largely driven by the electric Jeep Avenger, which was named the European Car of the Year this year. Uh, It runs about $42,000, and commercial vehicles under the Citroen Berlingo brands. Now, one of the reasons Stellantis may have an advantage on EVs is that it's been building those for a very long time in Europe, and they know what works, Paul, and what doesn't work as well. And they say they plan to use that knowledge going forward here in the U.S. I never never would have guessed this. Honestly, I, I just never would have guessed it. Now, I, I was uh, talking to the guys here, so I didn't hear everything you said. Uh, do they, uh, Stellanis or Tavares took over Opel from GM, correct? Uh, it's, yes, as far as I know, right. Yeah, so, and, and Opel was a, a dead dog for GM, and in two years he made it a, a, a race hound. I mean, he made it very successful. I wonder if they're spending time and money in electrifying the opals in these other countries i do i don't have that information right now so i don't know that i don't either i just figured because they're generally smaller uh, cars that maybe those would uh, be well suited to become electrified easily or more easily i don't know i'm just thinking out loud about that i, I, I honestly don't know but i'll tell you you got to Keep an eye on Stellantis for a lot of reasons. They are just a pretty sharp company, obviously. And Tavares, a very sharp uh, operator. So it'll be interesting to watch them through all the stuff that we've just gone through here in Detroit with the UAW. And uh, we'll see where all that uh, heads, frankly. Anything else in your report on that uh, story about uh, Stellantis now taking over number one spot for electric vehicle sales in Europe? No, uh, other than this was a surprise to a lot of people, 
although Stellantis has been coming up from behind here to take this spot. And, you know, they're going to be bringing uh, the Jeep Wagoneer SUV, the uh, the Ram, the Dodge Charger, Daytona, the Fiat 500 will also be available in 2024. So a lot of these, a, a lot of these are being... Uh, introduced in the electric lineup so watch for them yeah definitely keep an eye on that hey i was i was gone uh, and and i thank uh, uh, chris alberta for taking over a couple of days um we didn't get to talk about uh, halloween did you have many uh, trick-or-treaters we we generally do not have a lot of Halloween uh, trick-or-treaters just because of we kind of are at a edge of a cul-de-sac here. Uh, but uh-huh. um, we do, you know, they we do pressure the kids to come because we just give candy out by the handfuls. So they're <laughs> like, pre- we've got to pressure go. the kids. Yeah, yeah we, we pressure them because, boy, they got to come here because they know they're going to get handfuls of candy. So and like, we love I've, seeing them. They're so cute. Sure, they're beautiful to watch, these little kids. I, I hate that the news focuses in on the bad stuff. I, w- I don't know what channel I was watching, uh, but they showed one ring doorbell camera after another one showing kids. And some adults, some of the moms and dads were, were dipping into the candy bowl that was left out on the porch and, and taking all the candy. I mean, all of it. I hate that. And, and, and that's not the norm. Uh, I'm sure it happens. Obviously, they, we saw it happen on, on camera. But... So I am always very hopeful uh, where we live, and I always go out and buy the candy. And this year, I am happy to say two pieces of candy were taken from the huge amount of candy that I bought at CVS. I'm sad to say those two pieces of candy went to me. I I was just going to (laughs) say, I wonder who took those two pieces of candy. Now, on the other hand... Kim, at the Florida house, saw close to 200 people. Wow. I had this little meager bolt. You know what? I'll put it on, I'll put it on the Paul W. Sminsta. I'll put it on my Instagram later if I can figure out how to do it without screwing everything up. There was my little bowl, hopeful, and there was her massive spread, confident. And, and she had close to 200 kids come by. Well, I think you know the weather had something to do with it, Paul. We kind of had a kind of a miserable Halloween night here. It was, it was cold snowing. and snowy. It was snowing. Yeah, but that's better yes. than rain. Yeah, that that's had. true. Out of the last ten years, I think it was Kim telling us on the Channel Four weather that out of ten years, eight of them were wet, whether snow or rain. Yeah, so it's, not, we're not, not. It's not, not unusual. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I think that has something to do with it. You know, I think in, you know, in Florida, heck, you could, you know, <laughs> you could just go for miles, right? The weather's so right. good. Right. Very, very fortunate with that. That's for sure. Uh, meanwhile, let's see. Um, I don't know. We're going to talk about traveling a little later with Charlie Krull from Cruise and Tour, but I find this to be fascinating. Um, passenger airplanes traveling eastbound across the Atlantic Ocean are knocking more than an hour off their flight times as they hit speeds over 761 miles per hour. That's the speed of sound. These are regular jets. This isn't the old Concorde. These are regular jets hitting the speed or over the speed of sound thanks to the jet stream. I was just going to ask you if it was the jet stream doing that. That's pretty amazing. It is. Some flights have reached cruising speeds around 200 miles per hour faster than normal. 
I hope they build the planes to handle that. I'm sure they must, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's just astonishing. Yeah. And, and it isn't, should... isn't it great to just have that shaved off your travel time? I love that. Oh, my that. gosh. It's always great when they announce, you know, when you think it's a nine-hour flight, and they say, we'll be in the air for seven and a half hours. And you go, what? Yeah. That's fabulous. But yeah. you know what else I'm thinking? And I'm not complaining. I'm saying good because any time a business can save money, but that would save some money on fuel. Save Think money on fuel, right? And they so yeah. then you know they could put it into the peanuts that they're handing out. <laughs> yeah, well, I was waiting for that. I was waiting also for you to say, "Oh, so then we get a rebate or we get money back because they say that's not going to happen in no. any business." Unfortunately, in any business, it never happens that way. All right, Riri, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne, and that's quite the story still on us. Knocking EV heavyweight uh, Tesla out of the number one spot of EVs internationally. That's a big deal. Good for them. They should all be proud. As we continue here on WJR.